Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Loud Noises, episode 28. My name is Anthony Dietrich. I am your host. Today is August 8th, 2019. And boys, it's World War III out there. We got fights everywhere. Apparently, Ryan Blaney was weak at the knees at the seven-time champion's uh, presence. So a lot to talk about from Watkins Glen. But I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Kevin Costello. What the fuck is up? It's good to be back. Sorry, I had to take last week off, but school came. Uh... I can't believe that you actually left me for school. That's disgusting. I'm disappointed in you. I literally might kick you off this show. Yeah, I know. Shame on me for week. valuing my future. Damn, yeah. damn and, me. And I'll actually let you flex right now. Tell them what you told me earlier about your, your finals. I got, I got A's in both my classes. Congratulations Nerd. on your A's, Nerd. Nerd. Thank you. All Appreciate right. it. I am also joined by our insider at the track, a legend in the game, Alex. What is good? Hey, what's going on, everybody? And this week, I'm bringing on a very special guest, one of my very close friends, uh, someone who has been asking to come on the podcast for a while. And, well, I got him to watch not one, but two races this weekend. I got my boy Chase. What's going on, man? It's not Chase Elliott. Sorry, guys. <laughs> No, it's not Chase Elliott. What's going on, everybody? Honestly, the next best thing, though, it's it's Chase Markham. He's the next. He's he's one of the most famous Ole Miss Ole Miss alumni. He is. Uh, I mean, you you can tell him like how you're famous from Ole Miss. Well, we did beat Bama back to back in fourteen and fifteen. That did happen. Gladly a part of that. So that is definitely history making. Didn't you carry Uh, off the quarterback? Yes. Uh, at the time, I was a little uh, embarrassed because uh, you were a male. Kind of tanked us at the end of the season, but looking back, it was kind of cool. I did carry Bo Wallace off the field and then proceeded to uh, tear down the goalpost. So we got a. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty legit. Yeah. See, my yeah, first all... college football game versus, uh, or was actually versus Alabama back in 2017, and oh. our starting QB tours ACL. So that was not a great start. Well, oh, real quick before we get anything, DeAndre Francois is actually transferred from FAU. So see you later. He's not there anymore? Oh, yeah. No, he's going to some FCS school. Um, oh, I will text you later about that. But anyways, right. <laughs> we had a crazy weekend. We had uh, 
we had a very interesting race at Watkins Glen where Chase Elliott dominated, but most of the storylines have been actually dominated by the off the track drama. We had probably the best Xfinity race of the year, probably one of the best Xfinity races I've seen in a very one long of the time. Best Xfinity finishes of the year by far. Maybe not one of the best races, depending on whose team you're on. Yeah. And we also had a race at Eldora that existed. Um, so let's go <laughs> ahead and start things off with um, with the cup race real quick. So Chase, this was your first um, road course race you've ever seen, correct? Correct. What did you think of it? I thought it was actually incredible. Um, I thought it was really cool. And, you know, I've been watching NASCAR on and off for a while. I mean really nothing crazy until you got me started into it um but you know it was it was funny when we first started watching i had no idea like what any of the uh terms y'all were saying i was like what hmm. the fuck is a bus stop <laughs> and yes. um Rookie but you know eventually you know i started working out one thing that was cool about it is i felt like it was better for me to learn because like through the turns you could really see how like they would play one another. And, you know, there's, of course there were so many turns that there was a lot of passing on the inside, outside, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was nice having you there just to answer my questions. So you were able that's to that. see how they were able to set people up. And, and that's honestly what road course racing is all about is setting the guy up for the, the, the moment to pass him, which at walking. Exactly. Going, there's a lot of moments. It feels like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it got really intense there at the end, honestly, like, mm-hmm. you know, Chase Elliott really had to, you know, end perfectly, and he did, so. Yeah, that's um, one thing that people aren't really yeah, giving Chase enough yeah. credit for, is the fact that he had to be perfect, because Truex was hitting everything. You need to, you need to show I was literally the, uh, scared for him. I was like. What were we saying, Alex? You need to show him the Stuart Hamlin lap from Sonoma. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, I will, I will send Chase some videos after this uh, episode. It, if if you want to talk about driving your ass off on that last lap yeah Stewart that, straight that's up that's a good that's a good place to start yes that was oh I think I fell off my chair that was one of about like 10 races I can absolutely say I jumped out of my chair on the last lap uh most recently being the Bowman race I think was another one. Oh no the Kurt Busch race what am yeah. I saying yeah <laughs> um yep. all right so uh other than that though I mean I had a couple people saying um, on Twitter, uh, shouts out uh, Steve Levander, um, that what is the point of having that carousel if drivers are just going to go straight off of the um, off of the uh, asphalt, like into the, like the runoff there? Like, you know, should NASCAR do something about that? You guys think, or is that no. fine with you? Because to me, I no. love it. I think that it's drivers pushing it to the absolute limit. Because if they push it too hard, you're going head on into that safer barrier. Yeah, like there was that one lap where Truex and uh, Elliot were trying to lap Ty Dillon, and mm-hmm. Truex took like a bigger arc, and then he got the great cut run, back to the like. outside of him, and it was cool. They like split him three wide, and that could not have happened if it was there was no runoff there. I think my my thing with all like track limits and everything, not that NASCAR has a problem with track limits except yeah. with super speedways. Um, <laughs> is, your name is Justin Haley. Yes, if it's paved, use it. Yes, exactly. I, I agree. I agree. If they 100%. really don't want it to be run on, they're going to put grass there. I'll say this. I think it's a better runoff than the one we had at Sonoma turn four. I'll just say that. Or turn five? Uh, turn the turn old whatever. The, yeah, turn the, old, the, old, the old part of the course where the runoff Yeah, is. no, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. 
much better, I think, at Watkins Glen because you're carrying way more speed out of that carry. Oh, yeah, I agree. But I, I think, honestly, I think if if they were to repave it or put grass there, that corner would be a lot slower than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, I, th- I, think that's that. a, I think that's a disgrace to what Watkins Glen is. It's, it's a so fast. <laughs> ridiculously stupid fast road course. What were they hitting top speeds? I think 169. I saw 173 a couple times coming in. Yeah. Off of, like, out of the carousel, like, into that turn six. Look look at that speed comparison to what we're going to run this weekend at Mid-Ohio. The only time for Mid-Ohio, man. The only time. How fast do they normally go on a road course? That's the fastest. Depends. That's probably the fastest, except for the Xfinity cars uh, at Road America. Road America, I feel like they get really fast. Coming off of the oval three and four, how fast are they going? No, they're not going that fast off of the oval because I think they're hitting one forty at their there. That chicane right there, they gotta break it. Yeah, that chicane is super dangerous. Ask uh, ask uh, Jimmy Johnson and Truex with the upgrade to it. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. Um. So I mean, overall, I had a good time with the finish. I I do wish that maybe like. You know, we could have seen some more passing up front, but honestly, like NBC once again shouts out showing action all over the track, giving us some good views. I feel like they did it a little less this week than they probably would have liked in in weeks past. I'm especially considering the Xfinity race. I felt like they were constantly showing um, battles in the top 10, top 15, Um, but they were doing a good job of at least showing like some of the cars that had fresher tires. I feel like they were doing a good job showing those guys cutting through traffic so now, here, here's a point i want to make do you guys like the quote-unquote radio style broadcasting yes oh, i love when they do that yeah chase I so I, to explain I that normal yeah so normally they will do three guys in the booth and they're all just sitting there but with the road courses and pocono for some reason they do uh radio style and they bring on jeff bagley the Bagman, who's Mike normally bagley. not or, or what did i say Jeff. <laughs> Oops, whoops, I have the wrong guy. Um, they bring in the bagman and he is normally a radio guy, so that's why it sounds even better, honestly. So um, when you mean ra- when you say radio style, that means they're just basically talking action play by play, right? Mm-hmm. As the cars then, go by in a specific sector. Mm-hmm. And yes. as a, as opposed to a normal just where they the would just kind of just talk about general, you know, whatever is going I mean, on they're and, still you know, doing, kinda have action. They're still updates. doing play by play, but it's not but, the same style. Yeah, it's not the same style. It's very, like, it's it's a different cadence, so to speak. So, like, mm-hmm. if you were to listen to the Dale Jr. download this week, uh, he talked about that, like, a lot of people hate that he gets so excited when stuff is happening right in front of him. But he said, mm-hmm. I literally <laughs> cannot help it because it oh, really yeah, no. is that exciting. That, I will say yeah. sometimes Jr. does make mistakes when he gets excited, but I cannot blame him. For being excited, you put Dale Jr. in the most exciting part of the track. What exactly. do you expect is going to happen? Yeah, by and, far the bus stop and the carousel this weekend had the most action. Oh yeah, no, he, I, he, Jr. He, must have been losing his mind on Saturday. Well, actually, he he did lose his mind during the Cup race because he kept on calling the bus stop the interloop. Eh, I mean, I call it the interloop every now and then. I know that's not correct, but, but yeah, and he said, I, "I know it's the bus stop, but for some reason, I kept fumbling and calling it interloop." I fumbles the bag every now and then. That's yeah. junior for you. He did Wait, that where, a couple times. Today, where is Connor. the inner loop? Isn't that called the inner loop kind of too? No, it's always been a bus stop. Cause well, where is, I've heard the inner loop though. Yeah, where I've is... heard that. I, I don't know, but it, it's maybe it's I actually think it's just an old name stop. for it. 
Yeah, I think, I think that the is inter- I think the inner loop is just the old name for it. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the name of Sonoma for that one part that we don't race on anymore. So anyway, like... speaking of that part of the track, that camera angle NBC brought the rail mm, cam. So good. Oh my goodness. Wait, Every that's a real cam? I thought that was a drone cam. No, oh, no, no. Rail. That rail cam is oh. sick as hell. That was one of yeah. my favorite, favorite parts. Them Race coming like out that? of the S's and just... Oh, so I don't good, remember yeah. what you what you guys are referencing. So what? on the backstretch, when they come into the um the bus stop, um the, there like is a straightforward camera that just follows the car. Like I was telling you how I liked it, but not specifically on restarts because it can't get the whole camera view, um or the track. Right, view. right. Yes, like they don't yeah, normally that... do that at, at, at most years. It feels like. Yeah, well, that, actually, I, I mean... think this is the first year they did it. There, yeah, yeah. They do it yeah, at Talladega. It's, and it's incredible. Really legit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it seemed pretty cool. I mean, um, you know, I know you were complaining about how you couldn't get the whole camera angle for the restart, but you know, it definitely. I mean, there was one. There was one restart where I saw Austin Dillon get into the grass like back in twentieth or thirtieth or something, and I was like, "What's going on there?" I don't think it was <laughs> bad for restarts, but the first couple times they did it in the Xfinity race, they weren't focused on the right battles mm-hmm. or battles. At least I wanted to see like that shot when Truex went three wide, uh, in like passing the grass esque. From that camera view was amazing. I thought he was about oh, to yeah. wipe out the entire field, but I think NASCAR uh, is stepping up its its game. It might have the second best camera game in all of sports, next to football. NFL just is on. Like yeah. some of the shots you get in the NFL are so good, unless you are a referee trying to determine a play. I mean, dude, I like the camera shots are too good in the NFL. Like I've complained how it's too good <laughs> because I after the playoffs where um God rest his soul, Alan Hearn snapped his leg in half. Like, they literally showed that in slow-mo, zoomed in. I was like, uh... The only thing they're missing missing in the NFL is the overhead shot on the sideline so they can see where the freaking ball goes out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's frustrating. Yeah, one day. One one day, Roger Goodell will figure things out. But thank God Roger Goodell does not run NASCAR. I think NASCAR is doing a very good job with its camera work and with its production. Like, I would yeah, be losing I, my I, mind if Goodell was I running I think the rail, the rail cam is the single greatest thing they've brought to the racetrack. Do you know if they're going to bring that back to anything other than Talladega? Um, I hope they find a way to use it at the Roval. Well, I think last, they had it for the Roval. Um, last, last year, I think for the 600 when I was uh, working with Fox, uh, that was when they debuted the rail cam. And... I don't think no, I watched no, that race. They, no, that was California that year, last year. Okay, and yeah. They brought, it, right. they, brought, they brought it back for Charlotte, and I remember being in the, the trailer with Kenny Wallace, and he was just going on and on and on about this rail cam <laughs> and how amazing Classic it was. Kenny Wallace. Man. I tell you what, that's, that's one of my favorite, you know, use, uses of technology is that rail cam because it, oh, really so cool. it really shows the speed. It really, truly shows the speed. The only thing that's missing is some uh, Michael Bay uh, CGI thrown in the background, and it might be the perfect <laughs> race. Um, so we can go back into um, Cup real quick, but uh, Alex, we only have you for a few more minutes. Can we hop into Xfinity real quick and talk about that race? Yeah, man. Holy shit, what a race. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That... First of all, I want to say, um, you know, I know Kevin hasn't used his brag yet, but I would like to use mine now. I called Austin Sindrick winning that race. I called it you way did. before the green flag. I did. I, you know it. I seen it. I got it. So, shouts out Austin Cindric, but holy shit, what a race. <laughs> so, let's start first things first. Um, 
when is Ross Chastain going to come up behind Justin Allgaier and smash a watermelon over his head? Uh, well, if he were going to do that, that would be Dover. Beautiful. Ne- Can't wait. That's the next race he has uh, with the watermelon paint scheme for uh, JDM. All right. Well, I'm circling Dover on my calendar then for Fight Night Part 4 this year. Oh, man. So, I mean, I want to say this, though, about Ross. Handled that interview so much. Oh, yeah. So, so being as good with finding stuff online as I am when my team owner asked for it, I've yet to see that interview, even though I was standing right there. Really? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I literally could not hear him talk because of the cars on track. That makes sense. It, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> but um, I'll say but this from Ross what I that. heard. From what yeah. I heard, it, he it was classy. It was gentlemanlike. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, it was what you would expect out of Ross Chastain. I really appreciate Ross's grin that entire time because it just like Ross is saying words, but I know from his body language, it's like. Oh yeah, no. Justin is a dead man one of these days. Don't worry so, about it. So, you guys the one thing you guys really don't get to listen to is the audio. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a little inside knowledge tip, whatever. Oh, boy. I, I don't I don't know what you want to call it. But you mean soon, the live audio like when he got turned? Yeah. Okay. So, as soon as that happened, he he was like I'm gonna fucking kill him. I'm gonna oh. fucking kill him. <laughs> and 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 I, then I probably would imagine. And then, d- direct orders from Ross. He said, "Nobody, go over there. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. I will handle this. I'll handle this. Don't anybody go over there and do anything." God bless. <laughs> so I mean, normally, normally by that point, like, I'm I'm not gonna front like. Our, our team as a whole, I mean, from top down, we're pretty scrappy. And if you know our history, mm-hmm. you know that, you know, we're not, we're not shy about getting into fights. Um, even though we don't I would have like liked to have seen a video of you throwing down, honestly. <laughs> uh, too bad nobody got the, uh, the Texas one. <laughs> yeah. Somebody um, listening, find the Texas one. Um, but... I mean, when, uh, you know, Ross says don't do anything, I'll handle it. You, you kind of got to, you know, just respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, Ross is a very respectable guy. And I've, I have more respect for him after this weekend than I had before from his five wins. Of, I, five? I think he has five four. total this year. Four? Well, three, three trucks. In legality and Well, I, I'm, I'm talking about just trucks. I mean, if you're talking about everything total, five. Yeah, I mean, no, he's been he's been unreal this year, and he's gained a lot of respect. But this, honestly, was probably, like, the moment of the season for me where I was like, man, Ross Chastain, he's a winner and a classy guy. Like, yeah. that was really respectable on his part. But I don't expect uh, that to go, like, forgotten from Ross. I but assume what... someday we'll get something back. Oh, yeah, that. for sure. But here, here's the thing. Did I lose you? I think the suspense is just building. I think that Alex is just trying to... <laughs> oh, Alex actually sent me the slow-mo of Justin Ross. Hell yes. I, yeah, we lost... Okay, guys, we lost Alex real quick. I guess that um, JDM has stepped in and said that you can't say these things. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're sorry. Well, speaking uh... of which, I'll just, I'll just say my take on the incident. What I saw, I haven't seen the slow-mo replay yet, but what I saw was that when 
Ross was on the inside of Allgaier. He just wasn't lifting. And yeah, which is it. which is an understandable move in the bus stop. You don't want to lose four yeah. positions going through that and not have any momentum coming into turn six. And then Allgaier justifiably so was pissed off. And oh yeah, absolutely. That, he he got turned, but he, he made retaliated. all. If anything, I think that move honestly helped him because it put him in a position at the end of the race to win it because of his weird pit strategy at that point. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so, I mean, if anything, he should be thanking Ross Chastain. But yeah. what really pissed me off about that whole thing is coming into the end of stage two when that incident happened, um, the fact that all the cars are able to get around Ross and Ross is just minding his own business, just trying to hold his position. And then here comes Justin Allgaier, has all the momentum in the world to get around him in the bus stop. And decides not to. And I said, oh, no. Literally, I said, oh, no, this is not going to go well. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, he's going to turn him in the exact same spot and give him a little taste of his own medicine. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. And then that's when a visible, oh, no, comes no. out of my mouth. And I just start screaming at my television immediately. Like, it was full-blown scream. Like, I was ready to fight on behalf of Ross Chastain during that. I was furious. I thought it was I, – I said it straight up. I said, that's chicken shit. And to be quite honest, I'm borderline ready to make a cancellation. I mean, I don't know about you, Kevin. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we get a cancellation, what was the last thing <laughs> You're back. you heard me say? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, you Kevin, were building suspense off of You something. were building, actually, suspense. Yeah, you were building suspense. Okay, so, so back to what I was saying is that there, so there's the a opinion. There's chapel every single weekend at a racetrack, mm-hmm. if it's a NASCAR second uh, event. And one of the, you know, the two mainstays are Ross and, and Justin. So I'm a little bit curious how they're going to proceed with this because both being Christian, you know, you, you <laughs> try to do the right thing. You try to own up to, you know, mistakes and all that. But, you know, it, are, is one person going to be the bigger man or is there going to be a little, little tension there? I, I'm curious to find out. Yeah, me too. I'm just excited for the agricultural war of uh, yes. 2020 next year. I'm but, super hyped about the agriculture, the great agricultural. Oh yeah, for sure. But here's another thing, you guys can see is is at the end of the interview. Now, granted, I I respect this person greatly. I you know when when this person wants an interview, we we as a team drop what we're doing and and. We, we make sure we can fit this in, but Claire B. Lang said something to Ross, which he was not happy about. Oh, really? interesting. Which, interesting. Which is, which is something, you know, I, I don't know what she said, because obviously I said I, I didn't even hear the interview, even though I was standing literally right there. But, um, I mean, I, oh, I, no. think, I think it's starting to... Uh, to kind of take a toll on Ross, having, you know, being in the spotlight so much, mm-hmm. and, and, and people starting to take jabs at him for, for just being Ross, you know? Yeah, people, people, I mean, this isn't the first time someone has complained about Ross's driving. Obviously, Kevin Harvick at Darlington last year stands <laughs> out. But, I mean, as a fan, I love the way that Ross races. But, obviously, as a driver, you want to be raced the same, or you race the same way that you've been raced, I think is the way to say it. I'm, I'm, I, yep. I may have lost my train exactly. of thought there. Nope. So, you, race, you race how you're raced. Exactly. And it makes like, sense. I was saying, like, ju- like you know, Justin had every opportunity to get around him, maybe rattle his cage a little bit. He straight up took out Ross and even said in an interview, I was going to spin him. 
it's just a chicken shit move in my opinion. I'm sorry. Like I, I think that's a chicken shit move. And I mean, I, you know, as a fan, that's just how I feel about it. And, you know, I mean, uh, but, I'm ready to cancel I mean, I, Justin Allgaier. I don't I know. I mean, I, I, I see your point. Like, yeah. I, I, from, I mean, Ross is my driver. I support Ross a thousand percent. But at the end of the day, like, even, even though I try to be level-headed and even kill as much as I can be, I still get hot-headed at times. And I think, oh, of you course. Know, I think Justin just, you know, he, he let his temper take the best of him, and, and, you know, that was the result. And I can't, you know, I can't fault him. Everybody makes mistakes or everybody gets hot-headed, you know. But at the end of the day, he completely destroyed one of our race cars when mm-hmm. it was really unnecessary for, for the incident, you know. He did apologize yeah. at least to Johnny Miller, but I mean, still, an apology doesn't, you know, make up for the fact that you that, destroyed a race car. Did you just say Johnny Miller? No, did I, I say Johnny did. Miller? Yeah, Johnny Davis. I apologize. Uh, what, my, what time? Can we try take, again? On the... can, we, on, can, we, can I say that again real quick before <laughs> no, I get fired? Let it be known. Let it be known. But, uh, my take on the incident is... I'm going to get fired from my own show. I understand Allgaier just wanted to... Or at least what he said. He just wanted to spin him out. Wait until the next turn then. Because turn six, if you really just want to spin out a guy and not have any like damage to the car... There's a whole gravel pit in turn six. Just beach the guy there if you're really yeah. going to make a mess. Well, I mean, all guys are so much faster than Chastain there. The he way that done it in the bus stop. The way that track, uh, that part of the track is set up is it's banked a mm-hmm. little bit to the, what would it be, to the right? That's but then as right, soon yes. as you go over the banking, it slopes back down towards the wall. So once someone is beyond that, momentum, no matter, That's more pretty banking. much no matter There's how fast there they're going, thing, I think. And and you got to realize that that's all dirty up there. Yeah, so there is no traction over there. And I don't know if I mean obviously no one runs there, so they don't know. But you have to at least have it in the like. I don't know why this weekend there were so many incidents right there because Blaney and Jimmy happened there. Uh, Bubba got punted by Kyle Busch there, and then Allgaier and Chastain. Wasn't there an incident? No, that was later on in the race. Uh, or I, I think race, that sorry. area is just right after the bus stop, so everybody kind of bunches up at the bus stop, mm-hmm. and that's your first opportunity, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I will agree. say this about the carousel. It is incredible to watch those cars drift around that corner. They are dumb. That looks great. It yeah. is just so beautiful. All it's right, cool so... There's, just to add on to that real quick, there's multi... There's two, like, different ways you can take that. You can either diamond it, uh, which I thought Truex did a good job of in the cup race, or you could just hook the bottom kind of like Elliot did and mm-hmm. uh, carry a little bit more momentum off. Honestly, I feel like if you're actually coming on the outside and hooking it in near the middle three quarters of the way through the corner, you are getting the most out of that corner. But Chase was driving so defensively, he had to hook the bottom the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And it, it worked. It, it absolutely worked. So, um, all right. So we got, I think, pretty much all of our Ross versus Justin takes. Chase, uh, what do you think so far? Like, I should probably have shown you the Xfinity race. <laughs> well, yeah, that probably would have helped. But I'm so sorry to but... hear all this behind the scenes drama. I mean, you know. so uh, check check the group me chat. Oh yeah, you should probably check the group me. Actually, you can, my, you can load that Google video. Google Drive. It's well, uh, he's not in the group me. It's uh, it's about seven. Seven minutes long. No, it's it's about seven minutes long. It, the first probably 
four minutes. Alex is going full mode. robot on us. Um, yeah. He is going full that, robot. That whole, whole incident in contact. So, like, you'll re- – uh, okay, I, I said the first four minutes is, is all slow-mo. Am I still robot? Alex, you were going slow-mo there. <laughs> what about now? No, better? You're, you're much better yeah. now. Okay, I said the first four minutes is all slow-mo, so you'll be able to really take a good look at that incident. Yeah, Chase, I just sent okay. you. That's the first incident um, between those two guys. I think that probably sent. All right, so um, I want to talk about this before we talk about Cindric. Um, Ty- Tyler Reddick does not like the bus stop because he just kept missing it straight up <laughs> and still finishes it. <laughs> he finished like, in fifth or sixth. So see how fast that car oh, man. is. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, well, Slo- you Robo, you, so, you sound like a drunk robot right now, man. <laughs> yeah, you sound so wasted right now. Like you're like talking <laughs> so slow. Oh, I'm so wasted. See, now he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but that was I'm funny sorry, to watch Tyler Reddick just keep missing the bus stop completely. Yeah. Like, it, it kept shocking Dale Jr. Uh, can I click on this? So. I think that was just funny. A lot of cars were just having issues. I mean, we've seen some wild things happen in the bus stop. I mean, remember, oh, who yeah. was it? Derek Cope's car just straight up exploded in the yep. bus stop a couple yep. of years ago. Uh, I think that Keselowski got turned in the bus stop a couple of years back. Yeah, uh, him and Bush got into it last year. Yep. Um, yeah, Reddick finished in fifth. Now, to be fair, Reddick did get helped by that insane last restart, which we can... I mean, how the fuck did Christopher Bell not yeah, spin that Christopher out? Yeah, Christopher Bell's a freaking... Lunatic. <laughs> yeah, his interview. He w- didn't even know how he he handled that. Like he was just like, "How did I not spin out?" It's just <laughs> it so wacky. Good. Um, I did that when it was raining out once, and I uh turned onto a street, and my car just pointed straight fish-tailed. to the side. It just pointed straight to the sidewalk, and I gassed her up, turned the wheel, jerked it back, and kept on going. It was great. That is very scary when that happens yes. um i mean dude that was an awesome awesome finish we yeah. had some really interesting moments happen throughout that race i mean early on we had cars getting into the grass and completely destroying their shit um you know first of all that race none of this would happen if kyle bush doesn't just lose control of his car and like have i think it was the axle broke right yeah, when's the last time we saw someone literally make a pass for the lead and Suspension. at the exact moment they do that the car breaks <laughs> I, I mean, dude, Kyle Busch, I, keep, I said that, too, in the group chat. I'm like, the only weakness Kyle Busch has is he's going to overdrive his car, and it's going to mess something up. And sure enough, that happens. I mean, I was mm-hmm. calling this Xfinity race from, like, the get-go. I was like a fucking Nostradamus here. So, like, I mean, <laughs> honest to God, it was just crazy that Kyle Busch's suspension breaks. He was definitely the class of the field. I think Cindric had a great car no matter what. But, I mean, dude, the 18 car is the 18 car. I, yeah. I, and when Kyle Busch is in it, it's the best car out there. I mean, Ryan Blaney stood no chance. And Blaney kept just having issues throughout the race, it felt like. First of all, he, was, he had that like, piece of his nose sticking out there um, from damage. That was not helping his downforce. He, had, he kept locking up the brakes. I mean, Alex, you could see into turn one pretty well, right? For the first 12 laps. Okay. Well, when you could see in turn one, how many cars locking up? Like, it felt like every lap I saw smoke coming out of these cars. I think I only saw it a handful of times. So, I, I, I mean, I'm just, I don't, out of the 12 laps, I saw it a handful of times. Kevin, you, you're with me, though. You saw a lot of uh, tire smoke coming out of these yes, cars. Yes, I going did. Into one and going into six, it felt like. 
Yes, I did. And we got to say was... uh, goodbye to Alex real quick. He's got to run. All right. Well, thank Alex, you for hopping um, on. Thank you for hopping on with us. We appreciate yep, you, buddy. Um, you know, hey, you're going to Michigan, right? Mid Ohio. Oh, Mid Ohio. Dude, <laughs> I am so off of my. I'm. Look, I'm so off my shit right now. Like clearly, okay. like you gotta, you gotta bear with me. So, uh, you know who? Good luck. Oh, you do have a guy in the four car this week. I'm interested about. Um, Lawson Oshenbach. Yes. So that's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, and a bad paint scheme. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, awesome. GoPro. Awesome. Oh man, really the Go really cool. I just thought you were trying to hypnotize Allgaier. Yep. <laughs> That's oh, it. Man. How'd you know, <laughs> dude? Well, I, I yeah, you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb, and honestly, it'll gather attention. That's what you guys need. So hey, good luck this week, and we love Thanks, having man. you on the pod, man. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. All right. Yeah, man. Sounds good. All right, man. Peace. Later, guys. All right. So, unfortunately, um, I don't think we'll get Chase asking Alex this week, but one day we will. <laughs> one day. But, um, you know, I mean, dude, that last week, though, was Cedric just going around the outside. What a ballsy, ballsy move. Yeah, I thought as soon as uh, Allgaier, or no, I'm not there. Almendinger got into the back of Cedric going into turn six. He was just going to send him. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was full send. Watching and that, then... watching the in-car camera, I'm like, oh, no, he's going he's gonna to let off. And Almendinger raced him as cleanly as he could. And you could just tell Almendinger knew that if he could just hold his position, he could probably win that race. Yeah. He just, he just, he just absolutely fumbled the bag going into turn seven. I've what never seen a driver up, fumble it that hard. What cracked me up about what Cedric said, he literally readjusted his brake bias going into turn six. Cause he knew he was going to get booted. <laughs> <laughs> That's really remarkable. That yeah, no, it's super smart. It's like an F1 move. Oh yeah. And then, and, you yeah, know, it's crazy. Austin Cedric's 20 years old. Like, he's young. He's very talented for his age. I'm telling he's, you, man. He's, he's older than you, I think, Kevin. As as a fellow 20-year-old. Or younger yeah. than you. He's he's older, but uh, whatever. we're both 20, so shut up. He's a lot Chase, taller than me, me and Chase though. be feeling old here. He's a freaking giant. Seriously. Like 6'3". <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, he's so tall, and it gives me hope that maybe it, I still have a chance at NASCAR. I'm, maybe. I am a little overweight, so I think that like my hero is still like BJ McLeod. But... Well, so is Tony Stewart. So. Well, Tony Stewart was also not six foot three, and and also well, a massive dickhead. You're six three. I am also a massive dickhead. Oh, so damn. actually, I have a lot going for me there. I am six <laughs> three. Yeah, that's very. Kevin, how, Kevin, how tall are you? Five ten. Oh my lord. And Chase, Chase is like a solid five eight. I'm like five eight. Wet. Yeah. It's giving wet. you some. It's giving you some extra height <laughs> there. Our boy Brandon Jones, unfortunately, uh, finishes seventeenth. Um, so that's our. That's our weekly Brandon Jones update for you. Um, dude, it's just cool that one of the big three did not win the race. But, like, dude, <laughs> how shitty would that have been an Almondinger wins the race and gets taken away again? This is the second race at Almondinger's race for uh, Colleague that's been disallowed for cheating. Yeah, I'm going to make a bold prediction uh, for the upcoming Mid-Ohio race that Almondinger will not get disqualified. Uh, I would <laughs> hope that he doesn't get disqualified. He is racing. Yes. Correct. All right, yes. wonderful. He will be um, in the pen. I did want to say one last thing to Alex that, you know, I'm circling Dover as uh, the great agricultural war on the uh, Eastern Front. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. Uh, so can we go back to Cup real quick? Or are we done? Yeah, are so we done we're, with the, all right. Yes, okay. we're done with Xfinity. Good race, great race. So Fantastic. we had some drama in the Cup race. Uh, we had a couple of battles going on. 
Um, first things first. Uh, which one you want? Which one you want to talk about first, Johnson or KB? I think I we think... should do it chronologically. So okay. So Lord we... Byron. <laughs> oh, that one. Okay. So on lap two, uh, Kyle Busch just uh, gets into Will Byron and spins out. And then I went outside to go play with uh, Chase's dog. I come back in and, and Will Byron's <laughs> car is just destroyed. Yeah. So uh, give us some insight to that one, Kevin. Yeah. So lap two, turn one. Uh, Kyle, 4 Bush PM. To, <laughs> Kyle Bush tried to send it in to on the inside of William Byron, and I don't know if he misses a breaking point or what, but Byron had the, the position, and yeah, Kyle Bush basically just drove it in there way too deep, hit Byron a little bit, spun out, and he took it. He did like a full 360, kept going, still didn't even fall outside of the top 10, but he fell. Yeah, and actually made up all the positions pretty yeah. much. Which was unbelievable. I was telling Chase that. Like, this guy spun out, has shittier tires, and is passing everyone. Yeah. You're talking so about he, Kyle Busch? Kyle yes. Busch, yes. So he felt That was, like, as... definitely one of the things that stood out to me was how many times he was, like, getting wrecked and how fast he was climbing back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, there was no doubt he would have won had he not crashed at all. Yeah, I think that we all probably well. I don't know if he would have won. won. He would have been top. It would have been a three way battle. It would have been a three way yeah. battle because Chase Elliott I was mean, also stupid fast. I don't know, like, in terms of, like, just owning the field, he definitely... Oh, he passed the, the most cars. stood out as, like, the one that just, like, was killing it out there. He just, like... I know, I know you said you didn't watch the uh, the race last year, right? Um, no. The, the walk-ins. Okay, so this race was the most similar, like, replay-esque race I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. it was Chase Elliott, Martin Truex battling for the entire last stage for the win with Chase Elliott coming on top. Kyle Busch coming through the field. And that's why, like, he, yeah. I think he did have a top three car. I don't think he would have been able to beat uh, Truex and Chase straight up. It would have been a great battle, though. Just, yeah, it would have yeah. been just because he well, had He would have been a part of it, at least. Damage. Like. Yeah, he would have mm-hmm. definitely finished top three if uh, he restarted that last restart up there. Right. But, uh, so just going back to the Byron incident. So Kyle Busch took that personal. And, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he just made a mistake. But so he, running into the bus stop on lap, I don't know, seventeen or eighteen, like two, two or three to go in the first stage. He sent Byron into the bus stop, and it looked like yes, he, I did see that. He turned him left, going into a right turn, and Byron had to correct. I'm surprised Byron saved the car. Uh, went all went full lawnmower mode through the center of the bus stop, saved it, didn't lose any positions, which was nice. But at the uh, on the cooldown lap for the stage, just ran up on Kyle Busch because Jack and Alice was telling him, "Look, if you come back with a clean car, we're gonna oh, yeah. have a problem." And so Byron goes to run up behind him, and Kyle Busch sees it and brake checks him. And yeah, so Byron so... has all this front end damage, and Kyle Busch has no really damage not that much. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was really ridiculous to me. It's like Kyle Busch just straight up brake checked. I mean, brake dust was flying out of his car. It was super obvious that he brake checked him. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I mean, he at least, I mean, shouts out Kyle Busch for at least recognizing the problem. But what the fuck do you think? Like, how how is you overdriving turn one Byron's fault? He gave you the inside. Like, maybe he didn't give him enough of the inside was the problem. Again, Kyle Busch is so, like the reason Kyle Busch has not won eight championships in NASCAR is because he is his own worst enemy 
And I mean, I, I'm I'm just gonna say it, he's kind of a mental midget. I know that's kind of a weird term, but he is kind of a mental midget. I mean, what does that even mean? I've, that I've means he's that in one. his own fucking head all the time. Literally, he gets pissed off because of things and scenarios he creates in his own head, and it a causes him. Midget. I mean, dude, Kyle Busch is definitely the most like the biggest personality in NASCAR. He's also like cost himself championships and wins all the time yeah mm-hmm. well there was that one moment that was absolutely beautiful when he was obviously <laughs> trying to bump that one dude mm-hmm. we, yeah, so. he like just readjusted himself and just bumped the guy right back or bumped Kyle Busch back and yeah. it was just awesome I loved that it was, <laughs> it was yeah amazing. so Daryl Wallace Jr. Bubba uh he and um and Kyle got into something going on there. I don't know what the what so, the world. No, was. so the whole the, the whole backstory was when Bubba Wallace spun out on the last lap of stage two, mm-hmm. he got punted, basically the same way that Justin Allgaier punted Rash, Ross Chastain the day before. Mm-hmm. Not as blatant, but still, you know, like you shove a guy into the carousel and he gets he's gonna he's going up. full send. Yeah, so he must have missed that too. Bubba on the radio literally didn't even say anything after, or he said fucking kb or something like that and they didn't Classic. say anything so when they uh the next time they were on track together bubba let him know that he was pissed off so he drove him almost into the pit lane <laughs> opening the where the tires are and bush wasn't appreciating it so he crossed back they were zigzagging through the front straightaway, and then bubba once he got behind him he was like you know what I'm not having it so we just sent him into turn one and i will say kyle bush for a man that gets sent into turn one, save that car beautifully. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Kyle Busch, de- like I said, definitely the best driver in NASCAR. But, like, you know, he oh. was just not – Watkins Glen was not his day. He was just having – he was on everyone's radar, it felt like. And, I mean, dude, he still finished 11th, which is ridiculous when you think about all yeah. the troubles he had. But, hey, shouts out to, to Bubba standing his ground there and, like, you know, making sure, like, hey, like, I'm not gonna take this shit. Like you, you, you punted me in the carousel. Like I'm, I'm just gonna punt. No, you. good for and Bubba. And that's just how Watkins Glen goes. Good for Bubba for standing his ground. And like you know. literally, as that happened, about half a lap behind, I guess, or whatever they were on the racetrack, uh, Ryan Blaney got back to the back of uh, Jimmy Johnson and kind of did the same thing that Kyle Busch did to Bubba, just didn't mm-hmm. lift or whatever, and spun him into the tires. Yeah, that was right before the incident that we were talking about. Like, Chase had me rewind it a couple times to show him, but, like, definitely, uh, definitely one of the more interesting, uh, moves, I guess. Jimmy's had no luck this season, pretty much. Yeah. But for the most part, like, I think that what came out of that more was the, the, the conversation after. And Jimmy Johnson saying that Ryan Blaney is trying to talk to him and he's shaking at the knees and, like, stumbling over his own words. It's probably one of the funniest things. Like, Jimmy is like, I'm a seven-time champion. I don't really need any of this childish shit. And it's just like, Ryan is just standing his ground on the whole thing. And, and I'm, that, I don't know. The whole not winning in how many of a races, plus the, you know, the pressure of seeing your teammates win a race and all that's mm-hmm. really getting to Jimmy. And he's, I'm a little bit scared because a pissed off Jimmy Johnson. I've never seen it. Frightens me. I've never seen it before. If he can win seven championships relatively mad and happy and all that stuff i i'm scared what he michigan's gonna be a damn bloodbath if he's i am anywhere near anyone that pisses him off because he's just not he i like 
I don't think Jimmy Johnson's the type of guy to just go out and turn a guy into turn one. But like, if Blaney know. cuts him off, like I could see Jimmy Johnson be like, you know what, screw it, and just straight up punting him. This might be Jimmy Johnson's final form. This might be the eight time form that he's been saving this entire time through like twenty <laughs> seasons of NASCAR. He he is about to just go full Super Saiyan and just literally punt everyone. <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes you need a little external help or whatever. Like Jeff Gordon, like his whole last season didn't have anything, and it took Matt Kenseth uh, retaliating on Joey Logano for mm-hmm. Gordon to get in position to win and. But this isn't this isn't Jimmy's last season. Like no. I don't think no, not I think Jimmy's got three three more years in him before he either calls it quits or is like forced out of the car. Well, like he signed through twenty twenty, and then after that, if he still has the drive, uh, we'll see. But he's he's sad. Perfect. Like Jimmy, Jimmy to the five. He's <laughs> he's sad. He doesn't know uh, how long I'll be there. So I don't think we've seen Jimmy Johnson's last win. Yeah, no, we absolutely have not seen Jimmy Johnson. I don't know. If win. However, I don't know if it's happening year. this season. That's the thing. Like, if you look at not that the past is mm-hmm. a because uh, each driver is independent with their own story and their own mm-hmm. career, but every driver that I can think of, except for Dale Jr. in their of that caliber, like that level, um, like star power, every one of them has had a swan swan song victory in their final season, being Gordon at Martinsville, Stewart at uh, Sonoma, and then Kenseth at phoenix so i think uh i think jimmy maybe not this year but definitely next year i'll get a win i'm hoping for the i mean i don't i'm not i'm very about this i'm not a jimmy johnson fan watching nascar in the mid 2000s (laughs) early like his five time his five championships in a row really pushed me away from wanting to watch nascar i did not like him um but the jimmy johnson revenge tour much like the tom brady revenge tour will be spectacular because i hate tom brady he's my least favorite person in the on well my least favorite athlete on planet earth probably Aren't you a patriots fan no no i'm a red sox fan i'm not a patriots fan okay i didn't know if it's you were very confusing it's very right. confusing i i like the red sox <laughs> i don't like the patriots it's mostly because of tom brady and bill belichick okay, um fair. i can't stand a michigan man um <laughs> huh. uh but what i was gonna say um I'm here for the Jimmy Johnson revenge tour. I want that. I, I absolutely want that. And you know what else I want? I want you guys to go ahead and check out iHeartRadio um, because this podcast is on iHeartRadio. And you download the iHeartRadio app. You can uh, not only listen to this podcast, lots of others. I know I listen to uh, Stuff You Should Know. That's the one I really enjoy. Um, but, yeah, make sure to just check out iHeartRadio, uh, you know, Free, free ads here we're just hey, we're working on we're, we're working on these ad reads because we're getting very close to having like legitimate ad reads but like iHeartRadio has actually like put us on their their platform for free so i wanted to shout them out for that so shouts out iHeartRadio make sure yeah, to download their app super cool of them for putting us on yeah thank you iHeartRadio we appreciate you guys super God bless. super dope um but real quick before we finish up Watkins Glen i mean first of all like the drama has been incredible definitely <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm watching South Park, and it's the episode <laughs> where Cartman shits on the desk. Oh. I just didn't expect that. Um, Matt Benedetto, sixth place finish. He has four top tens now, I believe, this season. Four, four three. He has four top tens in the last seven races. Yeah, that's ridiculous, that's his, his, his run he's had this, uh, this summer. So I think we got it wrong with the Eric Jones, although Eric Jones finished in fourth. Okay, let's 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 not take away from the summer of Jones. Last four races, average Dude, third it's place. The summer of, it's, it's the summer of Guido, my friend. 
it's, it's the, the summer, summer of, of young Toyota drivers. Dude, and speaking of Toyota drivers, Matt Benedetto finished above Kyle Busch again. So I think that he's coming for that 18 car. Yeah, I think. What were we saying? Uh, last or last time I was on Kyle Busch, uh, better watch his back because De Benedetto finished in, ahead of him. That's the second time this season it's happened. Yeah. I mean, dude, De Benedetto's got to be got to be happened. knocking on that door soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anything else from Watkins Glen? I will give this race like 87 out of 100, 8.7 out of 10. So I, one thing I, that was in- – go ahead, go ahead. No, you go, you go, you go. go ahead, well, go I was going to say, one thing that was interesting to me was like how towards the end when Chase Elliott and the other guy, I'm drunk, Truex, is that his last name? Truex, yes. I don't know. Yeah. Look, you're learning. Um, see? See? Um, <laughs> anyways, how they were like lapping those other guys, and they were okay. obvious obstacles to Chase and like maintaining his lead. Mm-hmm. It was weird to me that they don't like communicate them to like move out of the way. They that, actually like, do communicate them race. to move out of the way, technically speaking. They're they, supposed they, to. They're <laughs> supposed to move out of the way. Lap cars are supposed to move out of the way for the faster traffic. If if on a certain track they they don't usually like it depends on the track. So if you're trying to hold on to the lead lap, you're you're not trying to go a lap down, like say there's a stage that's about to finish, you can battle. Like Ryan Newman is a driver that absolutely will battle to stay on the lead lap if he has to. Um, some of these guys, late in the race, you're supposed to move out of the way no matter what you're supposed to move out right. of the way. And we've seen trouble with that. Me and Kevin were talking about it in New Hampshire. Austin Dillon pretty much gave way so that Denny Hamlin could pretty much come through there because Austin was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to move four lanes up the track. Yep. Um, so it does yeah. happen. But the back markers have always been a problem ever since I've been watching NASCAR. I feel like since like the the 60, I mean, honestly, since NASCAR has existed, there have been slower cars in the leader and they just get in the way. Um, yeah, they've well, done a better job of getting tell. them out of the way, but. Yeah, you could just tell like towards the end there, they were just kind of like, I mean, they were definitely getting in the way. I'm sure mm-hmm. both of them were like, get the fuck out of the way. Because, <laughs> you know, at some point when they would come up on one, it would give Truex an opportunity to catch up a little bit. And, you know, if it was through a turn or something where they really mm-hmm. wouldn't get out. Um, I just thought that was interesting. And I didn't know if that was like a regular occurrence. Yeah, I yeah, no, that is. Adam, when uh, Ty Dillon, when, because I when as soon as Chase chose the outside going into six, I was like, oh, Truex is just going to send it in there, mm-hmm. door him and get the position. But he. I felt like that was Truex's best opportunity during that whole final run. He didn't capitalize on it, so. Yeah. Uh, Chase, do you have any other questions for well, That's pretty much it. I've learned a lot today. This has been awesome. Um, I hope I get to come back. And, well, uh, we're, we're not done with you. We still got the dirt track to talk about. Well, you, of you course, but, of course, yeah. But, you know, I uh, at least pertain to the race that I did watch. You know, I don't have any more questions, I guess. Do you just just watch more races? I need to. Yeah, dude. I'm actually interested because having you sit or, you know, sitting next to you and watching it really taught me like through the strategy. Oh, did we? Oh, my full robot? Yeah. Woof. There we go. Am I still full? Am I still full robot? You know, when you say we go full robot and I'm Nicholas, shouts out our producer, Nicholas. Um... We don't find the robot. Like you hear us as robots, really? but like as the editing process, there's no robot noise. So huh. I think it's I just your robot-y? connection. I think that yeah. you have a shitty connection, Kevin. Yeah, it's it's my bad. <laughs> Am I robot-y? No, no you're, you're fine, good dude. now. You're you're yeah. good dog. Okay. Um 
So yeah, no, eight eight point seven for me. Uh, oh, and by the way, Kevin, you still have not bragged that you called the race yet. So I very humble of you, much like Matt Benedetto. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just gotta sit back and watch, watch yourself be successful, and it's like, you know what, not bad. We've been keeping track, Kevin. That's your third win this year. Very nice. Yeah, I think that I have four. No, we're not counting the Xfinity races. We're not counting those picks. Yeah, it's yeah. Been very easy to pick those winners. Yeah. For the most part, the Cindric pick was honestly, I'm, I'm shocked with that. Myself. Was very good. You called that on Twitter too. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, with, with the podcast account. So, God yes. bless it. Um, so Eldora, yeah, um, I had Kim- that. Yeah, that was not great. 50% of the race was run under caution. I, I, maybe more of it. I don't know. Uh, Chase, um, so you've never seen trucks on, on dirt before. I want, I want to know, how, what did you think of it? I thought it was badass. I liked how they were just drifting through each turn. I thought it was great. Yeah, see, it still uh, works yeah, they, for someone who's when, never seen it before. No, when they race, it's amazing. Yeah. But well, they and didn't. it was cool that there were two different, like, you could obviously take, you know, really close to the inner rail, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the terminology is for that. No, or you could yeah, just stay right. wide and keep your speed up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know. Um, yeah, it was really is, cool. Oh. Well, I was going to ask, is that, like, is that is that, like, five feet of dirt under there is it like a thin layer of like is it a thin layer of dirt on top because it seemed like on the corner could answer that like a little it bit would better. wear away i don't know and they were just skid more they do till the track after every stage if i recall correctly right i Why think am I getting news about this don't uh in the middle of the race i know they prep it before i could be wrong on this maybe fox just doesn't show it which i wouldn't be surprised um but no, so like the for dirt races, it's yeah, you keep your momentum up on the top, and that's usually the fast way. But mm-hmm. there's this thing called a slide job, which is where <laughs> <laughs> where you send it all the way down to the inside and just try to put your car in a position where you end up off the corner in front of the guy on the top side, right? So that you can have position and either stall out his momentum or force him to do a slide job on you and crossover and that's risky so the, for those yeah, counting yeah. at home this is kevin's 17th time saying slide job on the podcast slide up! 18 18 um so <laughs> yeah so like but i don't know man i don't know the slide job the... wasn't working at eldor because those corners were so long it felt like yeah there was only I don't one know. truck that was making it work and that was briscoe because <laughs> mm-hmm. briscoe was so fast i don't know why they, it was like that this year because in the past it's they didn't been... put any PJ one on the track. That was the problem. Ah, that's right. Yeah, that was no, the problem. No PJ one no on dirt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh well. I uh. And also, honestly, shouts out Stuart Friesen. We really haven't like given him any credit for winning his first career truck race. This is a huge, huge deal for him. Also, like I don't remember the last time a Canadian has won series. I'm sure that it was probably Patrick Carpanier, but like, is there another one? Uh, I think the last foreigner was uh Ambrose. Well, you mean in like top three series? Top three, top three series, or oh Suarez. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, so yeah, okay. I want to say one but of the as far as guys. Canadians go, Patrick Carpentier, I think was the last one. Who's uh was that one truck guy? Um, uh, or didn't Nelson PK win a race? Probably. I try yeah. to forget that he ever. I forget, existed in I forget where he's from. France. But, okay. And he's Nelson P.K. Jr. Nelson P.K. Sr. is the one that I can hear. 
I think. Who the yeah. hell was Mike Marlar? Oh, Anyways, right, Mike Mike Marlar. Okay, Mark, yeah. Ma- Mike Marlar is my new favorite truck series driver. Yes, he, he was. Him. He was doing. I was like confused. I'm like, wait a second. He finished in fourth. So yeah, he, honestly, he, what a what a performance from him. Um, who was literally a, a guy I have never heard of before. And no offense to that team's equipment, but let's be real, it's not top tier. But he, he came no. top five. Yeah. yeah, good job for him. I thought Chastain would have a better race after watching. <laughs> Chastain managed. That was that was really funny. He managed to spin out. Did a full 720 without getting hit once. Yeah, no, a lot of cars just spun out on their own, and um, most yeah. of them, most of the time, really not spin out, or, I mean, not spin out, not get any more damage. There were a couple of, uh, Chase Briscoe, it felt like every time there was an he was just getting yeah. absolutely demolished. I think, again, that car should have won. Or I think won. what they should do for next year, so I, I've seen people throwing out the idea of uh, that caution laps shouldn't count in the final mm. stage, or at all, or longer. whatever. I think that definitely sucked. I noticed I, that big time. My my thing is, I think that the last chance qualifier should actually have some meaning, mm-hmm. and that maybe instead of from the heats, it's like because I'm pretty sure the heats, it's the first. Well, everyone advanced. Oh, there, there was 32 cars who started the race. I think there should be a way. Maybe the first four heats, the top, or there was how many total heats was there? Six, six mm-hmm. heats. Um. So maybe the top a lot. three in each heat advance, and then the last chance qualifier, the final, how many trucks would that be? Uh, so that's 14 trucks in the last chance qualifier. I think maybe the top half. So like if 25 cars start that race, or 24 or whatever, I think you get rid of some of the back markers who spin out and whatnot, and put some more emphasis on the last chance qualifier qualifier makes the overall main event better because you're not having jennifer joe cobb spin out three times <laughs> cautions no offense to her but like no yeah. it's fine so that's just my I, suggestion so i can understand why they have to count the laps because of like you know pit strategy and everything yeah and no i understand this, it too this track but... you does not have a real pit road and like yeah. it's very confusing how they even set up the pits to be quite honest, they were red flagging the race anyways. I mean, just red flag it late in the race. I don't have a problem with them doing that. I, I, the thing is, I, I think I fixed NASCAR. I think I've officially fixed NASCAR's um, overtime. So for they have for every race, um, Chase, uh, this is mostly for you. For every race, mm-hmm. they have a two-lap overtime if there's a caution that comes out either with two to go or um, that the caution laps will lead into two to go. And then it's a green-white checker. They take the green flag. Next lap around, they take the white flag. And if there isn't an incident before they take the white flag, um, then the next flag ends the race, either checkered or... Um, so for my idea, um, on two-mile on two and two-and-a-half-mile super speedways and road courses, keep two-lap overtimes. However, on tracks that are a mile or shorter... Short tracks, basically, or Dover or New Hampshire, mm-hmm. you have a five lap overtime. This would make things more interesting. It gets the cars a little more racy so that you don't have instance like at Bristol Eldora where one line is stupid dominant on a restart. Whoever's leading the race is just going to win it and there's no real competition there. And then basically for the intermediate tracks, drivers can vote on whether or not they would want three lap restarts. I think three laps would probably be better. 
But of course, then NASCAR can't market their green, white checker. But I think this would be better on short tracks. It would give definitely the fans more money, bang for their buck, which is all NASCAR really needs to do is just give their fans more of an experience. Um, it would give the drivers more of a chance. Um, I don't know. I, I think that would be better, especially at Eldora. I would have liked to shoot out rather two laps that took 20 seconds for them to run. For me, I, I that idea just doesn't sit well with me. I like I like the woof. Yeah, I like how I like the thought process behind it. I definitely do. But as a there's a lot of scoring there to where like you can't plan like let's say you're you have enough for one uh overtime left in the Are you talking about like 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 fuel, like fuel wires? Okay. And I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, it's already to a point. Like, I don't have a problem with overtime. In, yeah, in that's general. what I, I do agree is. that, like, an overtime at Bristol or wherever is kind of a mute point. Martinsville. Is winning. Yeah. Uh, no, Martinsville, not Martinsville has actually, not Martinsville. Yeah, Martinsville actually has had some great green white. Yeah. I, I, do, I do take that back. No, but, like, but Bristol, Bristol, whoever's starting Eldora, on the outside for the most part. Richmond well, sometimes, I mean, depending on how, with the tire wear um, at that track. Um, yeah, I just I think maybe maybe dirt could be its own thing because I'm I'm actually starting to look back now and like I've it's only 150 I've, miles. I've seen instances where both lanes at a track have been have led to a new uh or have led to a different leader per se. Like even at Bristol, I've seen where the inside they get the lead. So I think it. Maybe just for dirt because it's already such a special and unique event. Maybe they can have some special rules there. But my, I'm just going. Back NASCAR to the changes idea. the rules midway through a race. I don't see how they couldn't just, you know, I'm they got rid of the overtime the line midway through a season. Like, idea that uh, quality control should be prioritized in the dirt derby for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Chase, you got any other questions for us? Well. I mean, one. Th- I mean, definitely, it stuck out to me that I mean, and you could hear the, um, you could hear the audience gripe immediately. Oh yeah, when they, when they oh, pulled yeah. out the caution flag again, and I, that's when I was like, why is it? Why are they so pissed? You're like, there's only two la- laps left, you know, and it was pretty mm-hmm. clear that the people in the front were gonna, you know, win the race, um, mm-hmm. and there wasn't gonna be much action after that, so. I mean, you know, Briscoe led ninety three laps. Friesen led fifty seven laps. So, what was what was unique about that race specifically? You said it was like the actual trucks on the dirt mm-hmm. track, right? And you you were telling me there was a reason why that was a good one for me to watch. Well, Just because there is literally no other that one NASCAR race, race. Yeah. yeah, like that. Out of the top three sanctioned series, like the one we saw on Sunday, the one that we didn't watch on Saturday, and the one um, that I showed you on thursday that is the only one that races on dirt and um for most of these drivers that run in nascar for the most part their background starts on dirt tracks in the remember those cars i showed you like two weeks ago the modified ones that are like really big and goofy and they like they 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 look like um rocket ships kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so those are like where drivers get their start i think that's where bowman started right I know Stenhouse started on dirt. Kevin, help me, please. Yeah, no, like the, world of, the World of Outlaws and all that stuff. Yeah, well, he I didn't show him World of Outlaws. That wasn't the channel. What do they normally me, race but, on? Uh, asphalt. They r- yeah. run on, like, oval tracks, and sometimes, and they have one um, road course I in think, Canada. Um, 
Yeah, is it the same size as the track that I mean, they were they just raced on? No, that track is obnoxiously short. I think. I was about to say it seemed really yeah. small. Well, I mean, that... Bristol Martinsville are that length. It's Bristol, well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about a half a mile, but yeah, yeah. that's the only hey, dirt Kevin... track that NASCAR runs on. What up, Kevin? And guess what the average speed was for the race? Oof. Uh, I'm gonna, like this is just baseless speculation. I'm gonna go with fifty six point four eight. You fucking wish. Forty one. Oh my. Two four seven miles per hour. Woo! I literally, if I okay, my if I can average a faster speed driving from Tallahassee to Clearwater on my drive home than the actual average speed of the NASCAR race. There's probably oh my god. I hate that, that so much. That's, Wait, that's, the, speed that's limit. the average speed of the race? Average green flag run. I'll give you this one. What was the average flag run, Kevin? At Had to be Laura? six laps. Correct. 6.3 laps. 45.3% of the race was run under caution. Atrocious. atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Disgusting. That's terrible. And... It, uh, definitely fans were upset on NASCAR or on NASCAR on Twitter on Reddit um there was also um oh, I lost my train of thought here there I mean there were just people saying like you know oh oh go on that was probably the most unsatisfied I've been with a NASCAR race since Dover spring 2017 where Johnson beat Larson and Larson didn't get to have a chance to Battle him back because the whole overtime line was still in effect there, and I was like, oh, I the overtime pissed line. off." <laughs> Chase, we are very lucky to have a time where I can show you NASCAR in the overtime line. So, and the caution clock also. Yeah, another I, like okay, like I another I mistake. would take one hundred caution clocks before I would take an overtime line. I'm be real. Not that I think the caution clock was a good addition. What's the difference? So the caution clock was a thing they tried in the truck series to basically keep attention in the race i guess so it was a what 20 minute clock anthony yeah it was 20 minutes and on some tracks that could mean you could run about 80 laps and on others that means you could only run 20 laps yeah so like there was if a caution did not come out for 20 minutes they would literally throw a caution and bunch the field back up and like that's just Hmm. not racing I don't no, think that, so. That's like, I'm, I'm perfectly Unleash. fine with with, with stages because it's like okay, there's guaranteed breaks here, and whatnot, and like that. That's that's it's fine with me. But when you're when there's an artificial clock that is ticking over your heads, it's like sometimes the best races are where there's a 40 minute run. Uh, by the way. Hello, feedback right now, Anthony. Um, so sometimes the best races are the ones where there's like a 40-minute green flag run and people are on super old tires just sliding around. You can really see yeah. the drivers wheel it. With the caution clock, but you can never really get that because the drivers would not have the opportunity to run that long. Is it better now? Yeah, it's so much better. Yes. Yeah, I think it was just um, the South Park episode. Yeah. Classic so, South Park. So that was another thing that I kind of forgot about, but that you guys were bringing up. Um, when they like allowed one pit stop every now and then, right? And they would stop the cars or the trucks rather, and they would let them yeah. go into the pit stop one by or like, you know, in groups basically, right? Because it was mm-hmm. such a short track. That is unique only to that. Yes. That's unique only to that race. 
Mm-hmm. That is literally only through the dirt race. Um, just because there's no like actual pit road like that, it can physically hold all those trucks at the same time and be safe. Of course, yeah. It's I mean, a more it of a sense, safety. Yeah. How do they do that? Do they rotate the pit crews throughout there? Don't know how it, they do that. I mean, the, the the crew chiefs were just hanging out in the infield, just walking around, hitting jewels and shit. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, oh man. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of uh, with with the dirt race, it's unique. Everything else, they have normal pit stops, they have pit roads, stuff going on. Um, Kevin, I'm just looking at these stats from the race. The long team laps. 18. 14, sheesh. So much feedback. Yeah, there's Again? It's crazy. Maybe kidding? turn off South Park. <laughs> no, I think that's how South Park's going to turn off. Hold on. Turn your phone off. No, it's no, it's the only way I can record. Hold on. Oh. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's so much better. Oh, my God. I don't know what he did right there, but he sounded so much better. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Eldora, I'd literally give it a two a ten, two out of ten. Dude, that's two a little low. 10. That's a little low, man. I mean, that's I... as low as the as as the uh, viewership for the race. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Like, I. It wasn't that low for me. It's a, it, it was a. It was a five. Five. Was it five. Yeah, it was a five. Dude, the racing was still entertaining. Like, it's still trucks. Was it though? Like, Briscoe was fun, but like, the middle pack was running into the wall. Every I feel like Chastain was in the wall off in the caution. Okay, yeah, you're right. Not two out of ten, but like, yeah, five. I'd still give it a failing grade. Christian Eckes was trying to make the bottom line work. Todd Gilliland got a top five. Yeah, but Todd Gilliland is pretty much cooked when it comes to the playoffs grade, unless he gets a lucky ass win at Michigan. How's the yeah. feedback? It's great now. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, yeah. God bless. Yeah. If I had so, to make yeah, these races as a new a newbie, mm-hmm. I would rate the dirt race as a probably a five. I think I agree with you guys there because just because the finish kind of was anticlimactic. And then Watkins Glen, I would say that was like a seven or eight for sure. It just seemed really exciting for me, and I learned a lot. Um, I thought it was cool how they were just kind of battling out at the end, and that you know, I liked it. I thought that was way better. I mean, you willing to give up a Saturday night in about two, three weeks? Um, yeah, about two weeks. Uh, yeah, we're. I guess we're watching NASCAR, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> watch the Bristol Night Race. That is definitely. Oh okay. my god, <laughs> that is definitely the race of the uh, of the year. I don't know yeah. why my mic is doing this. I yeah, apologize I to everyone it's at good. home. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's still it's doing good. it. Improved. Still doing it. Yeah, the Bristol Night Race is literally like it's not. So in Asper, there's four Crown Jewel races, which are the Daytona 500, the Coca Cola 600, the Southern 500, and then the Brickyard 400. But the Brickyard 400's lost its prestige over the last. I think Bristol honestly is taking it away from So it. I think the Bristol Night Race is the fourth crown now because every driver all right no matter what their background says this is one race that i just have so much fun running they always say like if you're introducing a fan to the sport and of any race to bring them to bring them to the bristol night race Mm -hmm. 
So right. we're gonna watch that one, and it's gonna be awesome. So, next week, yes. And oh, it's next Anthony. week. I thought it was yep. in two weeks or nope. three weeks. Oh, that's even better. And Anthony and I are gonna try and make the trip to Talladega. Oh, oh no way! Be a surprise. No, no, <laughs> I like that. Sweet. Well, you heard it here first. We are gonna be going to Talladega. Yes. Yes, we are all gonna be there. It's gonna be awesome. We're probably gonna be doing a little bit of a live show. Hopefully, oh, we're man, get drunk awesome. at the bar yeah, and record. Wild so time. you know, maybe get some attention. I don't know. It'll be a lot of fun. But I'm definitely trying to do Talladega 13th. We're gonna try and do the truck race too. I'm sure that Alex uh would love to meet us there too. But I'm not. I think there's an Xfinity race somewhere that weekend, isn't there? Um, I know Sunday's off that week. Well, hopefully we can get Alex out there, but I'm not going to keep my hopes up on that yeah. one. But we I definitely if, are trying to do Dega. I think uh, I'll probably be there at Auburn that Saturday just for watching. They have a game; it's an away game, but there'll probably be a watch party somewhere. But yeah, obviously Sunday we will be there. We want to go to the Boulevard too, though, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe Friday night we'll head over. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely follow us on Twitter for more uh, yeah. interactions with that. I know Barstool's going to be there, but we are also going to be there. And if we cross paths, it's just going to be a whirlwind of debauchery and a shit show that you must oh, we see. Will, so. We will definitely be tailgating because the race starts at 1 o'clock their mm-hmm. time. And wow. I'm going to start drinking at 6 a.m. Oh, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> Me and Chase, oh, you should have seen us at Bonner. We were we were a disaster. You so will see things disaster. in the Talladega's college section that you will not see anywhere else. Oh man, we are excited for the in the boulevard and everything so, that is involved there. But we yeah, need to we need up, to keep I moving went... along here. Yeah. Um, we've been this is a long episode so far. Um so uh you guys ready for the F1 minute? Uh yeah. Totally it's the F1 minute. <laughs> did this funny thing where he led the entire race and then just decided like my tires are dead and not do anything about it to win the race and lewis hamilton wins i think that i kind of summed that up yeah i'm trying to think of anything else that happened in the race i turned it on with literally five to go uh you turned it on wow that's more than i did yeah well (laughs) oh my god all right um i mean max i think carlos has got a top four yeah, yeah, Gasly got outrun again by. Wow! So again, once again, uh, Pierre Gasly, the the best driver in Formula One history. <laughs> I'm glad the feedback's not happening. Still, it it oh, has to. That's great. All right, God bless. Yeah, yeah you're doing so a lot um, Chase, you don't even know what Formula One is, do you? Of course I do. Oh well, I don't know. You didn't know what the Bristol Night race was. <laughs> I feel like oh, the Bristol Light like, Race is more Monaco. Monaco has been in too many movies to where mm. like people know it. Like There's Iron also F one video games all over the place. Uh, if you, yeah, awesome. if you had an Xbox, we could play together. Oh, sure. What, what's the what's the one? Is it Gran Torino? Gran Torino is that the one? Uh, Gran Turismo. Gran Torino Gran Turismo. is a movie where where Clint Eastwood Sorry. yells at at, at Creed. Yeah, you have a PlayStation. Right. <laughs> I do. Four cars. Yeah, I have that game too. Jesus Christ! Four cars finished on the lead. That's atrocious. Oh my god. And Botas finished in eighth. Even at Talladega, the fall race at Talladega in twenty seventeen where like literally all but three cars were involved in an incident. I think at least I think double digit cars finished on the lead lap there, and I guess we double the car count. But if you divide that, oh wow, that's five. Rebecca did not finish last. God bless. Oh, shout out. Well, shouts out. And Alexander Albon scored points, so he's back. Lando Norris, though, and Carlos signs you. 
man, I'm I'm telling you right now that um McLaren, that McLaren F1 up. team, they are on the come up right now. I mean, dude, like <laughs> I, there's no other way to say it. They might honestly be the surprise of the. Yeah. All right. We've gone over our, our minute. Yeah, we've done our F1 minute, and that that that's Thanks about F1. that. Very cool. See y'all in a month. Yeah. Thank thank you, F1. Very very. Yeah. All right. Um. So Michigan. So Michigan, we got. Okay, uh, we're going to Michigan. PJ one Chase, on the track. You still, you, 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 yeah, there is PJ one on the track. Chase, you still want to stick around for our Michigan picks, or is it time for? You can stick well, around. I'm not kicking you off. I'm just asking. No, I'm good for whatever. I mean, all right. God I'm bless you. You're gonna. St- all right, cool. Time. I mean, I would let you I? make. I would let you make picks, but I don't think you know enough drivers to do that yet. To well, be I'm fair, to anyways, he so, has a chance. Shove it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what I'm we do? My picks. What we do for our picks is okay. we pick a dark horse, a sleeper, and a favorite. Well, it will if you like say a guy who should be a favorite as a dark horse. We'll we'll call you out on it, but okay, that can uh, be that can be something good. I'll give you guys who I think is going to win. You can tell me why or why not. He should be where I am placed. Yeah, so like for Dark Horse, it's not so much about a win, but like a surprise top 10 or top 15. Mm -hmm. Sleeper, definitely a top 5, maybe a win, and then obviously favorite, the guy who we think is going to win. I'm making a change, actually, to this Dark favorite sleeper. I think favorite should be picked second. Just so we have the... So just so favorite is not ending up as a... Okay. It makes more sense. Okay. Okay. Um, this is for Michigan. So to recap the last Michigan race, Joey Logano had the best car, but Kurt Busch was chugging along and probably if he had gotten a chance with Truex to tag team there, or I guess tandem drafted a little bit, yeah, probably could have made it a little bit more interesting. I think this one finished with a green white checker, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, this one looked like a Penske dominated race. It usually does go to Ford. Over um, time, I'm actually going to look up some track facts right now. But, Kevin, you did get the pick right last week with Chase Elliott. I will let you go first. Thank you very much. And then Chase can go second. So, Dark Horse. Actually, where's the homepage? Will it be? Oh, yeah, I do have a good Dark Horse for Mm. this. So, in the early summaries at Michigan, Austin Dillon actually won stage two on Ross. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he legitimately had a chance to win that race if he had not made a huge mistake and crashed his car on a restart in stage three. But he, his car was flying, all trimmed out, and especially at Michigan, being trimmed out with this package is the way to do it. So yeah, I, I like I'm telling you, if they bring that same car, that same setup to Michigan, he is a, she is a shot not only to score a top ten but maybe compete for the win. That would be yeah. If he is able to pull win out of his ass, that would really that would, change you the know landscape. How funny that would be after like the whole playoff bubble battle. Jimmy's mm-hmm. finally in, and then Austin Dillon comes from like twenty third in points. It's like, hey guys, it's it's <laughs> a straight up RKO from out of nowhere. I mean, um, my bold prediction has sixty one races at Michigan. Holy one shit. of my bold predictions going into this race was that, uh, or going into the season, was Austin Dillon would get a win on merit, and this is probably the last race where I think he can do that. Mm-hmm. So good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> All right, Chase. So let's see. What do you have racing reference open? I do have a racing reference open. I don't know where to go to look at this field. 
why don't but you I look looking at the standings? That's a good place to start. So try and pick a driver that's like under twentieth. Usually would be the best way to pick a dark yeah. horse. Okay. I'm gonna go with Matt Dibendetto. Damn it! <laughs> that's a great pick. Damn it! That is my Chase, you're no longer allowed on the podcast. He's a guy. You got to plug your mic in there, bud. Hmm? Is he the guy that we saw in the interview last week? Yes, he is the guy that we saw in the interview. Yes, I'm definitely Um, choosing him for more than one reason. One, he's a cool dude. Two, (laughs) 95 is a cool number. And three, I have a friend with the last name, Dibendetto. So you have a friend friend whose name is Dibendetto? What? Yeah, she was a friend from Ole Miss. What? Alexis DiBenedetto. Has high. to be. Has to Shouts be. Shouts out Alexis DiBenedetto. If that's actually the same last name, they have to Funny, be related. There are not that many DiBenedettos in the world. I definitely, yeah. like, there is probably a uh, relation there. Wait, hold on. DiBenedetto. DiBenedetto. Oh, okay. DiBenedetto. You got us really oh, okay. That's yeah, I was like, wow, you know someone related to Mad um, that is, damn, that's definitely my dark horse pick. Is that a bad that's pick? Anthony, no, it's a great go, pick. You can go, you can go suck it for. Mm, another, well, I just want to point guy. out that he actually drivers is eighth with the worst active finish at um, Michigan with a 30th average finish. So good luck. Um, I <laughs> am going to take, uh, you know what? I think that it would be pretty cool to see him have a good race here. I mean, I, Ford seemed to do much better here. I'm going to go ahead and take David Reagan. I don't think I'm taking him here as a dark horse. Um, he, uh, I mean, top 20 would be wonderful for him. I should have actually taken Bubba, but I don't think Bubba does very well here. No. No. He lost the brakes last year, so, I mean, God God help yeah. him. I, uh, um, that's honestly, David Reagan... It's not a bad pick by any means. No, not a bad pick. And it's kind of a super speedway, so you never yeah. know, man. You never know. You never know. Fog could start rolling from the distance. You <laughs> never know. Um, so as far as my favorite goes, um, so I do I really get to pick the uh you know, Kevin, yeah. pick pick your favorite first. Okay. We can't do snake draft anymore. All right. Sorry my guys. Favorite for this weekend. So we've had nine different winners in the last nine races. Shouts out, uh, Justin Haley. I think that ends this weekend just because Finally. Chase, Chase Elliott with the nine car last week <sighs> made it the ninth. And I think that's like a good way to end that. Uh, I don't think. Were you goes... expecting me to laugh? Cause I wasn't. No, I'm just thinking of number puns in my head. Don't mind me. So I don't think he does it. Um, so there's two drivers with four wins this season being Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. One impressed me at Michigan in the spring or early summer. One did not. And I'm going to go with the one that did impress me, who was Martin Truex, as my favorite. Oh, you're going with Truex? Mm. Yes. Oh, damn. I already wrote down Chase Elliott. <laughs> okay. Well, Maybe fun, if you would listen. So, fun fact about Martin Truex Jr. He's never won here at Michigan. Yeah, um, yeah I'm looking at these stats right now. But he is ninth among active drivers and finishes tied okay. with your boy eric jones is the 15th shout out chase elliott actually has a 7.4 uh, average finish at michigan <laughs> and that's what happens uh, when you finish second three times in a row to start yeah, off your that, career might, that might do it all right yeah. chase what you got for your favorite you guys this are is... talking about it 
talking about him. I'm taking him. I'm taking Chase Elliott. All right. Yeah, good, good pick. Good pick. He is hot. No, he, he definitely does this thing. Like, I mean, late in the season where he starts really clicking it together very well. He got the early season win, which got the chase off of his, um, like getting into the playoffs off his back. But like now that it's late season, would not be shocked if uh, Chase Elliott really just goes on a run. But I did say that about Kevin Harvick and I'm still waiting on it. So I'm telling you, it's all about peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I think that team has not peaked yet. Mm hmm. So. No, definitely not. Um, so for my favorite this week, uh, this is a little difficult. So looking at these stats from the drivers who have raced here lately, um, a lot of these guys, they are pretty much the ones you'd expect, the usual suspects, minus, I think, Brad Keselowski. We don't really think of him as a Michigan guy. You know, I mean, even, he is from Michigan. I mean, he is from Michigan. He so. is from Michigan, but he's not the Michigan guy. He hasn't won there. He's six top fives. He's Led a nice amount of laps. You know, he, he has an average finish of 11th there. But after watching that spring race and watching no one be able to touch that 22 car, man, it is so hard to take anyone else. you got to give me Joey Logano. I hate picking him. I, you know I hate picking Joey Logano. It pains me to pick Joey Logano. But now that you won <laughs> last week and I'm tied with you in wins, I believe, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't allow any more from you. I just can't allow it. So I'm picking Joey Logano to win this race. And I'm I'm due for a win here, so Yeah, All I right. mean after what he did in the earlier race, I don't see how you can bet against Logano. It's tough, man. <laughs> Unless the rest of Penske figures it out, because this could be a Keslowski race. I mean, he's never won at Michigan, and this could be like a big hometown win for him. Detroit's that'd be close. super cool. Yeah, that w- he is he running the Detroit uh Ford this week? Uh, I like question. that paint scheme. I do like that paint scheme. That quick, that powder. Quick blue side is... note, just because we're on the topic of Kozlowski's sponsors, Discount Tire announced yes. a uh, extension, and they're going to increase sponsorship on that car mm-hmm. next year. Fifteen races. Yeah, yeah, and I think the Daytona 500, which is huge for them. So God bless. All right. Um. So favorite or sleeper, uh, Kevin? I'll let you do it again. I mean, it's it's the summer. You motherfucker! It's it's a it's a Michigan driver. You are so predictable. You are so predictable. It pains me. It's Eric Jones. Oh my god, the summer of Jones won't stop. Oh my god. I mean, a guy who's finished not worse than fourth in the last month. It's kind of hard to pick against. Oh my god, it's a great pick every single time. Um, all right, Chase, what you got as your sleeper? Well, now just to clarify, when you say sleeper, you mean someone someone who, who's who... not like a, yeah, like a, someone who like isn't either doesn't have a win, doesn't like isn't top five in points, like is might, might be on the bubble in sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, you know, someone that might have had seen previous success that hasn't won in a while, you know, All someone right. we don't expect at Michigan, like definitely like you know a sleeper would not be Kyle Busch. Or yeah. Keselowski or Harvick of or course, Hamlin or, right. or Truex. Yeah. So. How about William Byron? Ooh, I do like I that like pick. It. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Chase has the best picks this week. He does. Hey, I, I did want to say, in 2014, Ole Miss hosted College Game Day. And I'll see. I'll just see if you guys know this. Who was the College Game Day host? You probably don't know. No way you know. Uh, Ole Miss, who were they playing? 
Alabama. It was the year we won. Was it? Stenhouse? That was probably Luke Bryan because I feel like they always bring on a country. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, that was um. <laughs> fuck, who was it? It was Jeff Gordon. Was... Was... No. He's been definitely it hosted college Katie game day. Perry. Katie oh, who Perry. cares then? Yeah, but my point is, is, she went on, and then she went on to have the best record of college picks of any guest that year. And she guessed Oklahoma to win because at the time, I don't, I think it was Trevor Knight who she thought was hot, and so she got, she like picked them to win. One. Wow, that's weird because Trevor Knight's like five seven. Yeah, I don't know, but. At the end of the day, she had the best record because she picked out of her ass, and it worked out. So I'm banking on my picks just like Katy Perry did. All right, I was, I was wondering how you were going to tie that back. I was to like, this. what is yeah. the relation here? Is Katy Perry <laughs> going to be at the Michigan yeah. race? Like, tell you who to pick? Like, super no. bamboozled. She's an all star. She's an all star college football picker. All right, yeah, sure I'm, she and is. I'm a, and, right. I'm, and I'm going to be an all star NASCAR picker. All right, so. Yeah. Oh, um, right okay. Now. My sleeper. This one's a little more challenging because my heart is telling me to pick Kyle Larson because this could finally be the race. But I, <laughs> there's nothing that has shown me that he's I going was, to win this race. I was just about to say, we have gone an entire episode leading up to a race at Michigan without mentioning Kyle Larson's name. Oh, I was going to mention he led six laps at Watkins Glen was actually third i think led the second most laps yeah second most <laughs> um but no second I, most behind chase elliott yeah yeah chase elliott led 80 of the 90 80. laps which i think that they should add more laps because when the xfinity race is 82 and the cup is not 90 there's a problem yeah i think cup should um, be 100 cup should be 115 um so my sleeper is not going to be kyle larson but instead it's going to be my favorite sleeper that i've been picking all season and i've been loving it time uh kurt bush baby Mm -hmm. give me give me give me that one car he like i said earlier so fast during that final run had the car that could potentially win and upset a joey logano dominated race if only um him and truex were able to figure it out and there wasn't a late race caution you could have seen something special i am definitely um you know curious to see if he can uh recreate the magic have a good race, but I mean, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes second to Logano again because that that car is a fucking rocket ship. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Um, okay, so those are our picks. Uh, you ready to round out the field? I would love to. All right, so I'm looking at these stats, and it says the active drivers without a lead lap finish at Michigan is uh, the leader in with five is Jeffrey Earnhardt, and. If you didn't hear about the news, it broke today. Jeffrey Earnhardt has canceled his contract with IK9. And I say canceled his contract because that is what the news is saying. It's not that the team dumped him. It's not that IK9 dumped him. That is what is being said, that he canceled it. So I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this, Kevin, because like I'm I'm completely bamboozled by this whole thing. I did not see this coming. Yeah, that I knew IK9 was having some sponsorship issues because it was a couple of weeks ago they were supposed to be on a JGR Xfinity car and then they weren't um and then just it was some drama so I knew something wasn't right but yeah it sucks for Jeffrey just because I mean we all like Jeffrey let's be real like he's yeah a Jeffrey's, a, Jeffrey's a great guy like stand up guy know, he's maybe a, a likable person he's a close personal friend with Alex you know maybe uh, not the most 
talented driver out there, but he's, I mean, he finished what, third at. He has the uh, best beard in NASCAR. He, do, he does. That. Well, I'm going to give that nod mm. to Corey LaJoy. Okay. Okay. Corey I, will allow, I will allow that because I did forget. Perfect every beard. time it's on camera. I, I will say Truex's has also been pretty good. Yeah, it's a little bit. The touch of gray has been nice. It's a little bit scruffy sometimes. Like Corey LaJoy he should, be, is, he should be sponsored by Just for Men, to be honest. That'd be. That'd that would be, be a great just, sponsor. Just for Men, if you're listening. <laughs> no, don't sponsor him. Sponsor us. What are you doing, <laughs> Just for Men? Um, um, so, yeah, I. What was I saying? Beard. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, yeah, sucks. Um, I was excited yeah, to see him race at Talladega, but I guess that's not happening. Now. We or don't maybe... know. There hasn't been any word that he's not going to be racing in uh, in Talladega. Because I don't think that's a uh, that wasn't an IK9 sponsored race. I think that was something else. It, would maybe. he be running a Gibbs fifth uh, car or something? Or it's that like eighty one car team. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I don't know the name of it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um. um Extreme concepts. I think that's the yeah. It's just tough, you know. You really yeah. do want to see him uh, have that opportunity, but yeah, uh, you unfortunately. do. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, okay. Well, uh, we had an insane three wide finish from uh, Michigan in the E NASCAR series last night. Did you catch that? I was busy not doing that. <laughs> what kind of world do we live in where the the simulated or not simulated, but the the i racing series has got some better finishes? Than these cup race. I mean, the cup. Don't get me wrong. There's been some incredible cup finishes, but I mean, these. It feels like every week I'm on Reddit and there is another like insane finish from an i racing. Uh, See, I'm always race. I'm always scared when the i racing finish is great or the race is great because I remember uh, first first one I watched I think was Auto Club because I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder how the new package is going to look at a uh, two mile track. And that race, they were like three wide the entire time. It looked like that one Indy car race at Auto Club. Uh, <laughs> with the 2015 yeah. race which was mm-hmm. just phenomenal and i was like yeah. damn sunday's gonna be hype and then kyle bush just stomped the field i was like well this kind of sucked yeah uh but hopefully the addition of the pj1 will help passing <laughs> i don't know and why they put the pj1 but we'll see how that works i i i mean i'm i've never had a problem with pj1 some if, some, if, some riders really do not like the pj1 if you just... can make the race better do it do it do it like yeah no. we get it like like yeah it is a manufactured thing but it is making the racing better like yeah. new hampshire would have sucked without it oh my god like why i don't get why people are still mad that nascar is trying to make the product better. because they want nascar to be 2002 again they just wanted to go back to the old day but my people winston stupid. <sighs> yeah. i want my winston i want my dale Earn. bring it back bring um, it back who was it? Oh, Spencer Boyd is making his debut this weekend. Uh, so I think that Natalie Decker shook him so hard. He's just switched series. Oh, wait, where? Where, where is he uh, making his 50, debut? 53. Oh. Oh, uh, Rick Ray's bringing three cars? Yes, sir. Oh, about to be the race of the year. <laughs> every that, race. How you every it? race so far where they have brought in three cars has been great. Even, did bring, even They made Pocono good. They did make Pocono yeah. watchable. Oh. Uh, going on, just the, the rounding out the field. More on the Reddit. Uh, 13 years ago this past week, Talladega Nights came out. Greatest movie of all time, maybe. Um, I don't know. Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Bubba Wallace's team unveiled a throwback to Adam Petty's ride. Yes, that was a great-looking car. My God. 
I didn't know it. Dude, everything that it seems that De Bubba is doing in cup with his cars has been spot on. Like that Daytona ride, beautiful. This car, beautiful. I mean, dude, this isn't even a throwback. To, was that the Darling throwback or is that for this? No, it's Darlington. Okay, I was going to say, if it's for this weekend, I can't wait to see their Darlington. Yeah. William Byron um, also unveiled his throwback and it's a throwback to the Days of Thunder 46 car. Yes, okay. Yeah, I was that's like, wait a second. I didn't. Super sweet. So that's awesome. Um, Quinn Hauf is in the 27 this week. 27? Yeah. Okay. So Rick Ware is bringing Cody Ware, Austin Terriot, and uh, oh, good for Terriot. Spencer Boyd. Yeah, I mean, he's getting a lot more rides now, which is good. I mean, dude, we almost lost him a couple years ago. God yeah, bless him. The fact that this guy is not only out there, but yeah. he's like, you know, putting in the work. And shouts out. A uh, friend of the program, Garrett Smithley in the 77 Spire Motorsports hey, Chevrolet. Tommy sweet. Baldwin Jr. on the box. Awesome. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. Daytona 500 winning crew chief, Tommy Baldwin Jr. on the box. <laughs> Which? Uh... Made my, yeah, made my child. Literally the man that made. Was that 2002? So, yeah. Oh, oh was nice. that 2002? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the man that almost like fainted from watching Ward Burton win as a child. <laughs> God, that is still the greatest race I've ever seen live. Maybe 2004 Homestead tops it. Maybe. You mean like in person live? In person, yeah. You saw Kurt Busch's tire fall off in person? Oh my God, it <laughs> happened right in front of me, dude. That's awesome. I watched the like the, the trail of sparks just coming, and I'm like, I turn to my dad, and just with the saddest look on my face, I'm just like, Jimmy Johnson's going to win the championship, isn't he? And there was this Jimmy Johnson fan in front of me that every time Jimmy went around, he would scream, Go Jimmy! Woo! And I just was like a 10-year-old <laughs> child about to just like punch this man in the dick. I'm just like, please, I can't take it. Jimmy Johnson win this championship. I just don't want it. And somehow, by a miracle of God, Kurt Busch won the championship. I still don't know how it happened. I, I still am not sure what, what caused it. But it happened, and I watched it live, and I was very happy as a 10-year-old child. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So any, anything else we got? I think that's about it. Uh, yeah, no other racing series on this weekend. So yeah, NASCAR's time to, on to shine, vacation. baby. We got, uh, we got Pocono in two weeks for IndyCar. We'll talk about that. Um, I do want to say this. Uh, next weekend, we will have um, a special episode. We're going to do a little bit of a Marvel uh, recap. Um, we've been planning on doing this for a while, and finally we got um, the schedules to line up. So it's going to be me and Krabs. Uh, Kevin, I would hope you're there. I Yeah, I should be. Okay, we're probably going to be doing it any day before the 15th. So we'll definitely try and record the, that okay. segment early. Yeah, uh, I, but, uh, yeah, I should be available. So if you guys are nerds, if you guys enjoy Mark, and Marvel shows because we will talk a little bit of Agents of Shield and Legion. Since Legion is ending next week as well. Um, you know, we'll, we're we're going to have a little bit of that thrown into your little NASCAR and IndyCar talk. <laughs> so you know, just I, I know there is literally no combined um, uh, demographic there, but if there is, check it well, out. Well, Ryan Blaney, <laughs> Ryan Blaney will definitely listen to the podcast yeah. if we're talking uh, Marvel. Let's be honest. Um, nothing else really going on. I did say that I uh, would shout out, uh, Jimmy Johnson, 48 IndyCar fan. That's not his Twitter handle, but he, that's basically what he is on my Twitter. Um, he did ask, uh, Christopher Bell a question about, um, 
whether or not he wanted to add a race to the schedule, and he said, please bring Eldora to Xfinity, which is ironic because yeah. Christopher Bell will not be in Xfinity. So, yeah. Um, uh, but Christopher of- Bell wants Eldora or I- Dirt in general in Xfinity. I take it back. There is another race uh, on this weekend. It's the Knoxville Nationals. A... Oh yes, there is. Yeah, Knoxville Nationals. Larson um, Jeff is, Luck is is trying time to make Larsa. the field. I believe he will. I'm yeah. sure he will. You can watch that on what what streaming service? Dude, I don't know, but they're charging an arm and a leg for it. <laughs> yeah. It... If you watch it, God bless. If you don't, please let us know what happened. Um, I'll try to find a stream. I got that mixed up. Uh, oh, Chase Briscoe revealed his uh, throat. Day, I haven't seen it. Oh, I did not. See it. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, until uh, until next week, I have been Anthony. Hello. I have been Kevin. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that was weird. Um. Uh. Chase. Well. <laughs> Chase, Chase doesn't get it yet. Chase um, has been Chase. Has been- <laughs> Chase has I been Chase, and I Alex has been... Guys. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you guys have been saying anything. Good. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, Chase wow. has been Chase and can't hear us. Um, And Alex is back racing in IMSA. So until next week, <laughs> uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. Check out um, the iHeartRadio app for our podcast and many others just like ours or not like ours that are just as interesting <laughs> and make sure to follow us on instagram at ltln podcast uh you know we we've got an instagram running there and i've actually been doing a really really good job of taking care of it so check that out we've got some great photoshop jobs of me and kevin as dale jr and steve Tart. so <laughs> um but yeah until next time see you guys love you love y'all
say I love you But I ain't in making love songs Baby, I'm just rapping to this end Ways to say I love you, but I ain't in making love songs. Baby, I'm just rapping to this.